So I'm going to start with a call and response. If this is the one line that you can remember for the week, it wouldn't be all bad. You ready? God sees us and God frees us. Will you say that with me? God sees us and God frees us. Today, our story is the pinnacle story for the Hebrew faith. It has been retold for millennia. It's God's promise with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which guaranteed three things. Well, actually four. Three things, four. One of the two. The first is land. It guaranteed the promised land. They also guaranteed descendants, as many as the stars for Abraham. The third thing was blessing. And then the last was protection. But for 400 years, that wasn't happening for the Hebrew people because they were enslaved. They were experiencing slavery, brutality, oppression at the hands and whips of the Egyptians. And so what happens? God sees that. God hears that. He hears the cries of his people. And he calls Moses through a burning bush. You've probably, some of you have heard this story, but there's this bush and it called Moses is living after killing an Egyptian and living out in the wilderness for 40 years. God pops up in this bush and says, hey, you're on holy ground. And he calls him. He calls him and says, you, this unlikely candidate is going to go save your people from the Egyptians. And what does he do, everybody? Resists. He gives excuses why he can't do it. But before he goes, this is important. This is something we'll return to. He has this staff in his hand. And God tells him to throw it down. And that's something we're going to return to. And it might have some pertinence to us today. And after Moses reluctantly responds to God's call, he leads the Hebrews out from under the chains through God sending the 10 plagues. If you haven't read about that, it's pretty fun reading. Actually, it's not. But the 10 plagues will help you understand that God keeps sending these plagues to get Pharaoh to release his people. Finally, he relents. And so Moses leads, some scholars believe, two and a half million people out of Egypt and into the wilderness. But Pharaoh's heart hardens and he changes his mind and he sends his army after him. And then the people start fussing at Moses saying, we could have died in, the, in slavery and what we knew and now we're going to die out here. They weren't sure if it was worth it because they stood at the water's edge and waited and everything looked grim. It looked like they were all going to be destroyed. And those land and the descendants and the protection and the blessing was not going to come to fruition. They're trapped. And then it's our key verse. Today in Exodus 14, 21, it says, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. I picture a staff in that hand. And the Lord pushed the sea by a strong east wind all night, turning the sea into dry land. And the water was split in two. You see, because God saw them and God freed them. God promised and God delivered. So I want to show this picture, if you'd throw it up there. Um, that's my son. I caught this picture a number of years ago and he was pretending, it was after children's Sunday school, and him trying to part the sea. It's pretty sweet. 
You see, again, for the Jews, this is their salvific event. That's a fancy church word for the people. It's about what their pinnacle event of God being faithful was to break the chains of bondage. God did it. And for followers of Jesus Christ or people exploring Jesus Christ, our event, our pinnacle, our story is Jesus's life, death, and death on the cross and resurrection. You can imagine those small band of followers that were following Jesus for three years and seeing him do amazing things and eventually revealing that he was the Messiah that was gonna bring Israel back to the pinnacle for land, descendants, and blessing and protection must have felt darkness on that Friday. Must have felt like all was lost. But our faith says, the thing that we say in baptism, the vows that we say, we say that death and evil in the tomb can't prevail. Can't prevail. Because God raised Jesus from the dead and through this act, he frees us all. Now, I want you to know, I think you probably would understand, I believe in the resurrection. I have faith. I believe that God continues to see us and free us here and now in this world and later when our time here is gone. And if you're in a place in your own personal life where all looks grim and you're locked or somebody you love is locked in chains, God sees you and the power of Christ can free you because salvation or new life and goes after his sidearm. A struggle, as you might imagine, ensues, and the officers wrestle with him to the ground and eventually subdue him. Later, he's taken to the hospital, and after a number of days, he was arrested and later charged. And he would later go to court. So, I got a question for you. When you pictured that young man, when you closed your eyes, what color was he? Say White? Everybody? Anybody picture different? Do you think the outcome would have been different from him if he were Hispanic or black? You see, Exodus narrates unjust forced labor, incarceration, and excessive punishment, and inhumane treatment of persons. And as much as it's been a formative story for the Israelites and for the Jewish faith and for Christians as well, this is also a story of our time and for our time. As you know, tomorrow is Martin Luther King Day. And I suspect many of us will scroll across our Facebook profiles and see many memes and quotes about MLK, maybe bending the ark, right? Or some of the other well-known quotes. And I bet you can even think of a few right now. But I want to suggest to you that the fight against injustice must be continued to be lived out by churches and Christians like you and me. Our salvation we experience individually as a gift has to be transformed to be a gift for others because it's not just about living your best life now. It is about your individual relationship now and later, but it's much bigger than that too. 
It's about bringing God's transformation and God's justice here and now. So Brian Stevenson is a lawyer and activist who dedicated his life to reforming the criminal justice system. He has worked through the Equal Justice Initiative. Maybe you've heard of that. It's in Alabama. It's also where the lynching memorial is. And he has dedicated his whole life to trying to exonerate those who were wrongly convicted and then also deal with the excessive punishment for people of color in the criminal justice system. And, and, and he just has a new movie out that's Just Mercy, but there's another documentary film about him about called True Justice. And McGray, when he had watched that movie, he got the, he got the book. And I just want to share some of the, some of the opening uh, statistics from the book Just Mercy. For, let's see if this is justice. Ready? For every nine people executed on death row, one's exonerated. From the 70s to 2014, the U.S. prison population has increased from 300,000 people to 2.3 million the highest rate in the, all of the world. One in every 15 babies born in 2001 is predicted to spend time in jail. One in three black males born in this century will be incarcerated. Doesn't sound like justice to me at all. So back to the staff. You got something in your hand? Everybody's got a, everybody's got a staff. And I love Rick Warren's thoughts on the way that Moses prepared for his journey to lead the people, to prepare in his allowing God to break the chains. Before he sees um, the burning bush, like I said, Moses is living very peaceably. He ran away from Egypt and lived in 40 years. He killed an Egyptian before he ran. And his staff represents three things, Rick Warren said, and I love the way he said it. He said it represents the three eyes. It represents his identity, let me give you an example. Joe was with me at, last night at a wedding and I wore a collar. And everybody when they saw me knew at least part of my vocation, my identity. The second thing that the, the, the staff represents is your influence. He was a shepherd, right? And he would guide his flocks, maybe whack them every once in a while to keep them going in the course, going in the course that he wanted to. So it represents our influence. And last but not least, it represented his identity. So, or his uh, income, sorry. So it's identity, influence, and income. And in that story, before he went, he threw it down on the ground and it became a snake, became alive. And God told him to pick it back up and it became his staff yet again. So as you and I throw down our staffs, the things that we have, God will make it become alive. And God will prepare us to send us out in the world. One of uh, Martin Luther King's most quoted statement is that, let's see if any of you know it, the moral arc bends towards justice. And it does. But it means that you and me and most of us in here who have grown up with privilege and opportunity have to help bend that art. Means we have to throw down our identities. It means we have to throw down our influence and lend our influence. And it means that we have to throw our income for God so God can bend the ark. So I invite you to reflect on the ways that God might be calling you to do that. There's ways through this congregation 
that we can do that. It's different than charity. Justice is about systems. Justice is about no affordable housing in, in Tampa. Justice is about the criminal justice system being bent towards justice for everybody. There's ways that you can get involved. Hillsborough Organization for Progress and Equality, we have different ways. I know Ed, Ed would be glad to talk to you about it, and Ann, um, pointer two, uh, they help lead that. But we have, um, we have something coming up on Tuesday, and m most of you probably don't know this. I didn't. If you did, good for you. Tuesday is National, National Racial Reconciliation Day. Um, somebody emailed me about that, and we decided with Abe Brown kind of taking the lead, Abe Brown Ministries, that we're going to show a documentary film on Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the Portico called True Justice. And it's the story of Brian Stevenson's life. And we're going to have a conversation about the criminal justice system after we watch the shortened version of that film. It's about an hour film, and then we'll have a, about an hour conversation afterwards. And it's co-sponsored by the Hillsborough Organization of Progress Equality, A. Brown, Portico, and Hyde Park. And there are 50 spots remaining. And we'd love for you to consider to be present. That young man I spoke about earlier, you know that guy? That was me. <laughs> Buddy, you had a feeling, didn't you? I wasn't setting that up for anyway. I came out with a reduced sentence. Came out with two years probation. I want to ask you, if that was a black young man from East Tampa, with a public defender like I had. Think you would have got that? No. Siblings in Christ, there have been times in history where there looked like there was no way out, that there was no way that we could participate in changing things. You know, there are times when people are locked in addiction or people of color are kind of not able to climb out of this poverty where it feels like they're standing at the Red Sea and the armies of the Egyptians are coming. God sees and God frees. But as brothers and sisters and siblings in Christ, we've got to throw down our identities. We've got to throw down our influence. And we've got to throw down our income so that God, through us and in spite of us, can bend the moral arc towards justice. Let's pray together. God of life and of love, and of justice, and of a preferential option towards the poor. We give thanks for the ways in which you've worked in history and through people and in spite of people to help us live out that greatest commandment of loving God and loving others. So many of us have a hard time identifying with a whole group of people being oppressed. We pray that we might be the ambassadors of Christ, the change agents, and that you have given us a staff to throw down so that it can become alive and that you can work through us. Let's do it. In Christ's name, amen.